Welcome back, Business Building Warriors. This is Stephen Deaton on Silent Sales Machine Radio. In this episode, Brett Bartlett and I discuss Facebook offer ads. Brett has been using them lately with stunning success. In fact, he's been able to get our products to number one in toys and games on Amazon. Let me repeat that. He's been able to get our products to the number one spot in toys and games on Amazon. That means we are selling thousands of units per day. At one point, we had two products in the top five and three in the top 10 and are fairly confident in being able to repeat the process again and again. You'll love Brett's take and bits of wisdom about how we are doing it. Well, Brett, today we want to talk about Facebook offer ads. And first thing I want to ask about that is, is what is an offer ad and why is it appealing? Well, we have been seeing some tremendous success in all of our button smashing on Facebook specifically now using what you're talking about, you know, the offer ad. Okay. And I think there's, and this is just Brett's hypothesis. Okay. So this is not like I, I got an email from Facebook telling me this is fact. Okay. But here's my hypothesis. I think it's two parts. I think number one, I think Facebook really likes to bring offers to its community and its platform, you know, and I think humans have a very interesting way to filter things. You know, we see things at, when it comes to buying, we see it as, is it full price? Is it on sale? But there is something powerful in saying, Hey, this is an offer, right? Like I got to get this offer. And we notice, you know, just in our ad spend, same ad, same price. But when you all of a sudden someone has to claim the offer or get the offer before it runs out, man, you know, a lot of people will get that offer. It, it does trigger something in the human, kind of like a like a FOMO, fear of missing out. When you say, "Hey, you got to get this offer," gotcha. So that's one of the ways that it's differentiated from a regular Facebook ad is sort of the approach or the psychological aspect of it. Yes, exactly. And I and I fully regret not using this during Christmas because that would have been one of the best times to you know really get this going was during Christmas time when people are looking for offers. Right. So the Facebook offer ad is not new to the Facebook platform. It's just you've come across it and started utilizing it lately. Yeah. I know it's it's kind of fairly new, I think is the probably best way to put it. Uh, it's funny because I, you know, I always say Facebook has like a million buttons you can press. And so sometimes it just looks overwhelming. And so I've kind of slowly been pressing different buttons because it is tough to change things when they're working, you know? And so, you know, I thought we had it pretty dialed in in our current way. And then all it is, is this little button that says, do you want to make this an offer? And then you just slide that button over. And sure enough, they just, they just build a framework for you to, you know, very clearly state what the offer is to, you know, the Facebook user. Right. Well, one of the things that, that I'm getting out of this just right at the beginning is that you've had tremendous success with Facebook ads. And yet there's still another thing that you're learning, developing in your own business. That's not been there before. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, 
it's like drinking from a fire hose on the Facebook ad side. You know, we wanted to clear out some inventory, you know, cause we're, we're basically, we're getting ready for already getting ready for our Christmas season. And instead of shipping the stuff back and then shipping it in, I was like, okay, well let's just, let's really try some very aggressive clearance sales, you know? And sure enough, you know, got to remember. So as of this recording, it's May. There's not a lot of people who are interested in toys in May. It's just not really on the radar. People want vacations. People want, you know, school's going to be getting out. There's just a lot competing with, hey, buy this toy. Okay. So we ran these ads using our typical formula and probably by other people's standards, they say, hey, it's working. I'm like, man, this is just not working in comparison to when we normally would run this during the high season. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, kind of forced into that situation of got to try something new, you know, and sure enough, all we do is slide that thing over and now it's an offer, right? And now we're getting featured on slick deals and, you know, our stuff's skyrocketing and it's just a, it's the same, it's the same ad. Everything was the same. It's just literally called an offer now. And that's the difference. Something that I saw in this is that people can save that offer as well. Yes. Yeah. It, it's pretty incredible if you've, and, and look, I've never even, I think most, well, I shouldn't say this. I have never actually had an ad show up on my Facebook feed of an offer. Right. So I've actually never as a consumer participated. So I can only theorize here, but you know, there is something powerful in the ability to press a button and it basically says, Hey, look, you're getting this offer and you can save this offer and here's how you use this offer. You know, it's, it's building this framework and functionality, ease of use for the consumer. So to me, this is similar to like the, you know, the newspapers come out with their coupon section or the insert or whatever. And people, they grab that coupon, they'll stuff an envelope to save a dollar and look at that expiration date and try to use that before the expiration date. Yep. That's exactly right. Except you're using it in your digital wallet on Facebook, you know, cause you can save it all. And, and right. again, look, I think we're at, we're just at the beginning of this right now. I mean, this is kind of brand new stuff. There's not, this isn't like people have been doing this for 10 years type of thing. Right. And one of the interesting things I saw about this is that Facebook will send reminders to people yeah. about the offer that they've saved. And there's also location-based reminders. If you have a, you know, a brick and mortar yeah. uh, store, you can do location-based in your offer. So it triggers them, hey, you're close by, you know, here's the offer that you saved. I know. It's great. That's what I'm saying. And think about it. It's not like Facebook's, you know, doing these massive trainings on this offer objective that you can run. It's just like a little button on your ads, you know, like literally you could easily scroll past it as you're setting up your ad. It just shows like, I'm sure a month from now, we'll be talking about 10 other things that we've discovered on the Facebook platform. But I think one of the coolest things, the way that we talk about this is it's not theory. We are actually doing this every single day. So to your point, you know, we do work with some brick and mortars. We have some brick and mortar type of opportunities in our arena. And we're very much going to try to, what does that look like to run an offer for a brick and mortar store? You know? Right. And that's one of the things that's, I think, interesting to me is people generally see online advertising 
I think maybe as more for an online offer for something to purchase through a website, even though it may be a brick and mortar store somewhere, they have a warehouse somewhere. They don't really picture it as, Hey, I can walk in and buy this at this store with a Facebook ad, which to me, this, this sort of changes a little bit. You know, if somebody's looking, let's say for a mattress and they save that offer and then they're in town and they're close to that, you could set it up to where it triggers them. Hey, come on by. Yep. We're open and check out our mattresses while you're here. Yep. Totally agree. That's what I'm saying. It's the craziest, look, it'd be one thing. I like all the functionality. What blows my mind is how many people claim the offer, you know, from the consumer side. So like just kind of interesting, like nuts and bolts facts, you know, there'll be 10,000 people who claim the offer, meaning they click the, Hey, yeah, I want to get that offer. But to kind of your point, they, you know, if you visualize a coupon, what they want to do is they want to make sure they don't miss, they don't miss out on claiming the offer. They're not necessarily going to come right away and buy it though. And so that's kind of what we've been balancing. It's like, how do you keep the integrity of the offer, but also have like an expiration date that you're going to enforce, you know, to solicit the sale. And it's just, dude, it's kind of, it's crazy. But like 10,000 people will claim it. Maybe a thousand people that day will buy it. So it's, you know, for me, I'm just kind of looking at the numbers going, what is the reality of this? When, when should you use this? You know, what's the, the potency of it? What does Facebook do to remind them? All those different things are kind of in exploratory mode right now. Right. And you can limit the number of people who see the offer. Yeah. I'm wondering if you have ex- experimented maybe to put a little more urgency on it or exclusivity to it. Yeah, we've we've played around with that. You can remove the share button if you want, you know, if you don't want people to share the offer, so it has to kind of stay in a in a closed group. I think there's a reality to it though. I mean, every time we've ran a type of offer, all of a sudden it gets featured on other websites. So I, I really don't think you can control it as much as Facebook would like you to be able to control it. Cause once it gets up on those other, you know, kind of deal sites, it's like you can't. You can't stop. Well, and I'm wondering, you know, I saw that, that you can prevent people from sharing it. I'm not sure I can think of it as a scenario where I would want to prevent people yeah. from sharing it. I don't think so either. It's I, kind I mean, of the purpose, right? Of advertising <laughs> on Facebook. Well, I, mean, I, think, I, I think that's what's special about Facebook. You mm-hmm. know, I talked to a lot of different people who market or even on our own team and they're, they're talking through their, you know, thought process on sales. And most people think of like, a one-to-one sales component, meaning like, okay, you're going to run this ad, you're going to get someone in, and then you're going to convert them. Sure. That's all great. That makes total sense. But what is truly special about Facebook, in my opinion, is the ability to share information. Because when you have things like this and they begin to get shared, it's so convenient to share it, right? It's like tap, tap, and it's shared. And so I think that's what's unique about these offer ones. You could run offers, and we've done it on different sites, which inside that community, it will be, you know, absorbed or, you know, accepted. But on Facebook, it's different because it could jump communities so quickly, depending on how, you know, shareable it is. It still comes back to the core of proven audience formula, which is, are you creating something that people are going to want to share? Right. And you've talked about this before that Facebook is 
content distribution on steroids. It's really good to get that content out there. And so that's why you're there to begin with. And you want the shareability to it. You want it to be spread around. Yeah, I'm super biased for sure. Because if anybody starts talking to me about Google AdWords or anything else, it's not that I don't believe that that works, but my eyes kind of glaze over because I'm like, look, even if your ad works, how are people going to share it? They can't. Those platforms don't have that built in. So in my mind, it's just a matter of time until that doesn't work anymore. Um, Right. That's why I love Facebook because of the shareability of it. And it, because of that shareability factor in it, that drives your cost down per lead, per conversion. Yep. Yep. Right. I I think we're in, we're in just at the beginning of really starting to understand what it looks like when information deals, opportunities are community distributed, you know, meaning the Facebook, and it doesn't matter if it's Facebook, whatever platform it ends up being. I mean, I think Facebook's going to win for a while here, but really we're in the age of the ability to distribute information at just a rapid, rapid rate. And it's a good and bad thing though. Cause if your ads suck and they're not shareable, you know, you're just going to burn money. Like they're going to do nothing. But on the other side, if, if people accept it and they want to share it, man, it is, it is like a absolute warp speed rocket ship. Right. Well, let's get into a few of the nuts and bolts on this. You can create the offer ad from both within ads manager and as I understand it on the Facebook page. Have you done it both ways? No, I haven't done it on the Facebook page. I've only done it on my ads manager and I've only done it through the objective, actually do the objective traffic. And then I slide the button over on the offer and we've, we still do find that video is the highest performing, you know, content, or I guess you could say copy, and it still drives the awareness much more effective. So the offer is basically, you kind of, kind of picture the video, you still need something that is, in my opinion, emotionally provoking, you know, an experience, a story that you're inviting people into. If you think that this is like Groupon, you know, you're going to fall short. If you, the offer still needs to be tied to a story that the customer can participate in, you know, so the one right now, as of this recording, our capsule, the flag is the number one toy on Amazon, which our four pack was before, but both those follow the same thing, which is the capsule, the flag video is a video of my daughters playing capsule, the flag, right? So really it's a video of show it's showcasing you know, this is the experience you can have with your kid. Oh, by the way, there's this great offer you can claim. But if you remove the first component, you know, and you're just like, Hey, buy this widget, get an offer 50% off. It just, it falls flat. Gotcha. Well, I was thinking about that structure of the ad. So the first thing of course, is the emotional connection to the content. And really you're going for a shareable thing where people want to show other people about that as well. But it, do you put a time frame on your offer? And do you see like a discount is the way to appeal to people to get them to take action on that offer? Yeah, a discount, it has to be a real discount. You know, it's very difficult to trip people are shoppers are have evolved to a level I think retail is not ready for. 
And it's like, I mean, I'm, I, I look at all the comments, these guys, the same, almost the same software that sellers use to base prices, right? They have access to the same stuff. And they're like, Hey, look, this was on sale for this, you know, two months ago. So this isn't that great of a deal. I'm going to wait it out. And so these guys are like just super savvy shoppers now. So if you try to, you know, pretend there's a deal when there's not, you're again, it's going to kind of come back to the same thing. You're going to burn cash and then they're, they're just not going to distribute your, your quote offer. So it does need to be a true offer. You know, you need to have the opportunity correctly. And what I'm realizing is it, this is going to sound so difficult, but it's not, you need to build your framework for the offer ahead of time. So an example would be for years, we've sold our four pack for $150, right? So the perception is it's a $150 product. So when we put it on massive sale, people are like, wow, we're saving so much money, but that's because of the framework of $150, right? So my suggestion for anybody who's getting into selling is to start to really think through, you know, you could plant the seed now for a deal later. And that's kind of how we're going to change our marketing now too. It's like, you know, the first round of our marketing is going to be like, Hey, this is a super quality product at this price. We're probably actually not going to get a ton of buyers at that price point because we're going to get the most buyers at the offer, but we built the perception that it's, you know, a hundred dollar, $150 product. So it's a long-term game that you're, you're looking at. Yeah. Yep. All right, very good. And you say that the comments, you know, the, some of the ads you've done, you know, people have put in a lot of comments. I'm assuming it's the same way in the, the Facebook offer. They, they have the opportunity to respond to you. And do you also connect them into your messenger bot as well? So comments are such an interesting, again, that's, I think that's what makes Facebook very unique. So let's, let's compare two different things. Let's compare Google AdWords to a Facebook ad and let's say specifically an offer. Okay. So let's say you type in something like you're on Google and you're like best boys toy, something like that. Okay. And I'm running Google AdWords and I pay $5 so that you'll click on my ad that says best laser tag toy for boys. Right. Okay. So they click on that and then they go in and then you're going to be on some type of sales page or maybe my Amazon page, whatever. Right. But what the shopper is going to do at that point is they're going to look for social proof that this is really what they're looking for. And, and, and that's where, you know, you'll have people talk to their blue in the face about conversions and, and setting up your page correctly. You know, it's all built off the ability to make the consumer feel comfortable, right? Well, what's unique about Facebook is there's nowhere to hide, meaning you throw that ad out there, those people are going to start commenting, you know, good, bad, and ugly on that ad. And I've noticed the more you let those comments stack up, right? That is like the ultimate social proof on those ads. So you have so many different people saying, yeah, I got that last week. This is a great deal. Just got mine today. We're having a blast. I mean, you read through the comments on our stuff and I couldn't do any better marketing than just allowing those people to comment on those ads. They really build the social proof to move through this. So I think, you know, that alone should get you excited about running offers or running ads on Facebook with the right stuff. And remember, we have a we have a very large community now or large influence. And so what that does is we actually intentionally run these offers through our community first, even if they're not going to buy it, so that we get all the social proof on there so people feel very comfortable buying. 
Okay. So let me frame this out just a little bit here. On Amazon, a seller or a product can live or die by reviews. Yep. And so, you know, if you've got 200 reviews and it's like 4.7 stars, then you're in pretty good, pretty healthy situation. And I know when I'm a shopper on Amazon, I look for that. I look to have a certain number of reviews, a certain star level before I have full confidence. And sometimes it's just like, okay, I check those two boxes and boom, I order it. I don't even think any further about it. So with the Facebook promotion uh, offer ad or other types, really, that review is pre-built into it because they've already got the social proof or the confidence in it before they even get to the purchase page. Yep, exactly. So if you direct your traffic to Amazon, that's one thing. You've got the reviews there. You, You know, you've got all the stars and stuff. But if you direct it to your site there, there may not be as many reviews. And some people who are selling products, they they may not have any reviews on their website or a system set up for it. So running a Facebook ad with the social proof built in there is going to be a huge advantage for them. hundred percent. I I tell people this almost on a daily basis now. If I was Amazon, I'd only be scared of one platform and that is Facebook. Because I don't think people understand yet how quickly Facebook can change a brand or a product's perception to the world. And again, I think it's uncharted territory in the world of e-commerce. I think it's, we've never really experienced anything like this before. Right. And I think once Facebook gets all their little dials tuned in exactly right on shopping inside of Facebook, I know there's some of that going on, but once they get that really dialed in, I I totally agree. Amazon is going to be in serious trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no other shopping site. I think that is a major threat to Amazon at this point, maybe some little niche places, you know, for small little niches. But as far as, overall shopping because the traffic is at Facebook and they're making it so easy for people. Yep. They're making it so easy. And, and really it's actually the core of it is exactly what we just talked about. The social proof, the social people, our way of trusting information now is through people curation or people calibrating information for us. And so what that means is I'm pretty much only going to buy things that 10 other people are recommending right? Or saying or validating for. And that's what made Amazon's platform. And they tried, they know that that's so important. That's why they try to keep the reviews with high integrity on there. But if on Facebook that happens so fast, right? People are, are creating a conversation and a dialogue because that's what's happening in the comments. Hey, Susie, did you get this? Yeah, I got it. How much did you pay? Did your kids like it? How many batteries did it take? And boom, all of a sudden, all of that stuff is happening in real time we're witnessing it firsthand, you know, and I'm kind of sitting back going, holy moly, you know, this is, this is like, you know, throwing uh, gas fuel on top of a fire. Like it, it really, if the stars align on it, the distribution, the, the awareness, the awareness is unmatched on Facebook in comparison to Amazon. Right. And on Amazon, just follow a little rabbit trail here that, They've got where you can ask a question about a product, but my whole experience with that is it's a delayed system. 
Yep. Uh, it yep. takes a while. It may take several days before mm-hmm. somebody answers a question or cares to answer a question. But on Facebook, that community curation mentality is built in. People want to respond. People want to have those conversations. Yep. Yep. It's, it's very, very exciting for people trying to get into the e-commerce space. And look, I love Amazon. I'm sending all my traffic over to Amazon right now. I love ranking our products, you know, right. top 10. So Amazon's very much still a big player in this whole space. I'm just saying right now, if you combine the two, it's like the perfect marriage. But the good news is if for some reason, you know, we call Amazon our frenemy, meaning it's our friend, but you have to also be aware that it's, you know, Amazon, I'm not on the phone with Jeff Bezos. We don't go golf together. And he doesn't tell me, Hey, don't worry, man. We'll always make sure Dynasty Toys is okay. That at any point in time, they could just, you know, it goes away. I feel very confident on our Facebook marketing, because like you just said, literally the sales numbers that we're putting up in the last couple of days would be completely unchanged. Whether I sold it on Amazon or whether I sold it on our Shopify store, because the social proof is built into the front side of the Facebook ad. Right. Right. Well, very good. Well, uh, just to circle back to the offer ads, do you have anything else to add to that? Uh, what do you see going down the road with those? Um, more experimentation. We really have to figure out, you know, how do you run constant ads or offers without, you know, diluting the other ones? How do you stay in communication with the people who get offers? Do you want to send them to a messenger? Do you want to send them to a website where you pixel them? You know, we got a lot to figure out. Literally, this is uh, fresh off the press, two weeks old right now, a week old on this process. So I want to figure out a little bit more on how right now I'm loving the sales that are coming through, but we're not doing a very good job of creating a sticky net where we can continue a conversation with these people. So more experimentation and button smashing. Exactly, man. That's what always comes back to the day that I think the day that I'm not button smashing, you can pretty much know my business is going to be on a slow path to death. So, You've retired. Yeah. 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 So this is all, yeah. it's all part of the process, man. But the good news is we openly share it here so that, you know, other people don't have to spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to go, Oh, an offer. That's a really good thing to do, you know? So now, you know, go do an offer ad on Facebook. Right. Right. Exactly. And the, the thing to me, again, that it gives encouragement to sellers just starting out is you are just now beginning to experiment with this. So you're learning new things and it can work for them. Even though you've got the number one toy on Amazon, it doesn't mean they shouldn't try it. They should try it because it's so effective. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for this edition of Silent Sales Machine Radio. Thanks, Brett. No problem. Remember, you can check out the show notes at silentgym.com slash podcast. And if you're not already in our 47,000 plus member Facebook group, you can join for free. Check us out and see what we are all about. Just search for My Silent Team, all one word, My Silent Team on Facebook or see the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.